Hi, welcome back to Litcentric Radio, the podcast that's a literacy coach in your pocket. I'm your host, Dr. Julie Webb. Well, I can't wait to share today's book with you because it's so much fun to read aloud. And it would be a wonderful book to read with students on February 3rd. So you may be wondering why February 3rd of all days. That's because it's World Read Aloud Day in 2021. So every year the date shifts slightly for World Read Aloud Day. So in 2021, it's February 3rd. So it's coming right up. But before we actually get into our book, I've got something else I'm excited to share with you. So it's a resource I've actually never shared for free until now. And it's a game changer, honestly. Now, I have a 90-minute mini course in my online store called Put an End to Missing Punctuation, and that's where I share my secrets for getting students to use periods and capitalize letters properly and put spaces between their words and do all of that independently, because I know that you don't believe me, but you did hear me right. Students can actually do these things. Even our youngest students can learn to do these things on their own if we lay the proper foundation for them. So what I'm sharing today is actually the foundational piece that I think you've been missing in your classroom. I know I was missing it. I had to develop it myself because I just couldn't find the answers to get my kids to, you know, remember to put a period or stop putting a period after every word or every line, right? How they do that. Um, And also, of course, capitalize letters properly, especially at the beginning of a sentence, you know, use spaces between the words, those very basic um, print concepts that we need students to get under control so that it's easier for them to write well and easier for us to read it. Now, the piece you've been missing, it's called the punctuation continuum, and it's a developmental model for how children actually progress toward punctuation independence, and it's now yours for free but just for a limited time. So you can actually get your copy for free by logging on to litcentric.com, go to the courses tab and click on the put an end to missing punctuation course. So you'll see it right away on that page. I'll actually also put the link in the show notes for you. Now the punctuation continuum really is the answer to punctuation independence. And in my course, I show you all the strategies you need based on that continuum to make a huge difference in your student's ability to write independently. So for now, you can get that punctuation continuum for free. Download your copy before this offer goes away. In today's episode, we're gonna take a look at presentation with the text, The Book With No Pictures by B.J. Novak. Now, I said how excited I am about this book because it's so fun to read aloud. It really is so much fun. My daughter loves this book. I know so many teachers who love this book to read with their students. And I think the main reason why they like it so much is because of all the funny, you know, different expressions and styles of speaking in the book. So the way B.J. Novak has written it, it encourages you to speak in a certain way and use different voices and things, which really makes a huge difference in carrying, you know, the meaning and overall silliness of the book, especially since, of course, there are no pictures to go with it. And my daughter, I really credit this book as one of the ones that really has helped improve her prosody and her overall fluency as a transitional reader. She was reading very much word by word and um, definitely a little more slowly than she should be considering how accurate she was. And books like uh, The Book With No Pictures, because of its you know, kind of silly sing-song and dialogue kind of nature really helped her to explore and have fun with her reading and uh, has made a huge difference for her. 
Now, something you may not know about the book of no pictures is that the author, B.J. Novak, is actually one of the writers and producers and actors on the show The Office, at least the American version. So he played the character Ryan, who was on the show for a few seasons, and of course he was involved in that show for a long time. Very, very funny guy, a very funny actor, and of course a very funny author now too. What I love to use this book for is presentation. Now, presentation is one of the six plus one traits of writing. If you haven't heard of the six plus one traits before, I encourage you to start looking it up and getting to know them. Uh, As far as writing instruction goes, they made an incredible difference to my teaching. I still think uh, through those lenses of the six plus one traits. The traits are ideas, organization, voice, word choice, sentence fluency, conventions, and the plus one is presentation. So for presentation, this means how the words actually appear on the page. So with the book with no pictures, we're talking about the types of fonts that are used or the typeface as you will, even the size of the fonts, the color that's used, you know, whether they're, you know, in italics or bold or all those kind of features that you can do with text. And the different attributes of the types of text actually convey meaning or at least direct the reader's attention in order to read things a certain way. So if you read this book, you'll know exactly what I mean. So let's take a look at today's text, the book with no pictures. So the narrator actually starts talking directly to us as readers, kind of like Mo Willems does in Don't Let the Pigeon Drive the Bus. It's very interactive and it feels like dialogue. So the narrator explains that this book doesn't have any pictures, but that's not a bad thing. It's not boring because this book makes people say funny things because the words on the page have to be read, right? So it's almost like there's this little rule we're entering into or an agreement. And the author uses really silly phrases, of course, that he wants you or forces you to read, right? You're the reader, so you have to read the words. So phrases like, Um, I am a monkey and my head is made of blueberry pizza. So of course, you know, silly phrases like that. Kids are going to be, you know, rolling with laughter. And um, along with those silly phrases that you're kind of forced to read, there's also commentary from the narrator. So the narrator says things like, wait a second, is this whole book a trick? Can I stop reading, please? No. Right. So again, it's that back and forth dialogue with the audience. Um, that happens with this book. So it's really interesting. You've got the book itself that has, you know, these funny, playful things going on. And then the narrator having this funny commentary at the same time. So the back and forth playfulness between the two makes it so much fun. And presentation really comes through in this text because of the way the text appears on the page. And it really depends on the page, you know, what's going on and how it's laid out. And this appearance or presentation actually helps guide the readers with the expression they're supposed to be using and actually how to interpret the text, even though there's no pictures. So it's really very brilliantly done. It's a magical book. It's so much fun. And as soon as you read this aloud to kids, they're going to be grabbing at it to read at independent reading time. And you'll see a bunch of them gathering around the book together to try to read it themselves. It's so much fun. So the book with no pictures is one of those texts where I actually like to wait on the text-dependent questions. 
So if you've listened to Let'scentric Radio before, you know that in Let'scentric Radio lessons, we always have some text-dependent questions that help guide our discussion and also help guide students towards some understandings of how we're going to build the bridge chart that's going to take us from understanding the reading into producing some really solid writing. So that chart that we're going to build and that charting experience we have together is really critical to help build that collective meaning of the class or that collective knowledge that they need to have. And this text-dependent questions, we're not just going to ask any old text-dependent questions. We're going to guide students to develop certain types of thinking that's going to prepare them for the chart. Now, most of the time with text-dependent questions, we're going to ask them throughout the reading of the book. And in my lessons, I have the text-dependent questions there for you, um, the page that you're supposed to be asking them on, as well as some possible answers. Sometimes the answers are just open-ended, um, and then other times there's specific answers that we're looking for. And those get printed directly onto post-it notes if you purchase a Let's Integradio Lesson Growing Bundle. Um, and so those post-it notes you stick right in your book. You only have to print them once. They can stay in the book forever, and that way you have the questions ready to go. Here in this book, though, I want to read the whole book through because I don't want to stop and analyze the different types of text or the author's style or anything because I'm afraid it's actually going to kind of interrupt the flow of the text. And because this book has such good expression, prosody, um, you know, kind of this dialogue nature to it, we really want that flow to be maintained so kids just, first of all, really enjoy the book for what it is. After we read it through once, then I'll go back through with kids and ask the questions and talk about it some more. So when we actually finish our questions today, we're going to be building a bridge chart together that actually focuses on those different text attributes in this book. So I'm going to ask a few questions about that to prime students to look and notice certain things in the text, and then we're going to go back to those and complete this chart. So the chart actually has three columns. And the first uh, column is uh, the attribute. And so the attributes in this case are things like, um, you know, bold text or a different font or color, or even how a word is spelled or some creative spelling that actually helps you read the text properly. Even the position on the page. If you uh, read through the text, you'll notice that the text really does move around on different pages. It has very different positions and proximity and different hierarchy to it. So those are just some of the attributes that you might find. And in the bridge chart, um, again, in Let'scentric Radio Lessons, I always have an example of what the bridge chart can look like so that you can recreate it with your students. And bridge charts are always meant to be built with students. They're never completely designed on their own ahead of time. There's definitely an organization, um, like a graphic organizer structure to them because we need to accomplish certain things with the chart to prepare students for the writing task. But even though we have a plan, we're going to guide student thinking, but the students' own examples and words and the knowledge they build together is what eventually populates most of the chart. So that's a really key difference to some of those anchor charts you see on Pinterest or you watch those videos on Instagram of people making these beautiful charts. There's huge missed opportunities there because the students had no impact or input on those charts. So we want to make sure that our charts, they may not be quite as pretty because we're not really spending the time to make the most amazing fonts because those don't really help students to comprehend the text and to do great quality writing. What really helps is that collective experience of meaning making together. So in this chart, we have those different attributes and then I have an example from different pages of the text. 
And what I recommend is you actually uh, take a photo. You can scan the text. It's even just faster to click you know, a photo with your phone. Print those out and glue them directly onto the chart as the example so students know exactly what you're referring to. It would be hard, I think, to recreate those in your own handwriting. Better to just use the exact example from the text. And then the last column, we're asking students what they notice about these particular things. So what I'm really trying to get students to do, let's say they're looking at bold text, for example. So I'm asking them, let's look at this page. Where does your eye go on this page? So it should go to that bold text, right? Because it's really being emphasized. So I'm asking students, you know, what, what do you see? Where do your eyes go first? Um, is there a certain way we should be reading this? Like what clues is the author giving us based on how the text is presented. So those are the types of things we're looking for here. And we may not always see really strong represent or presentation in texts like this. Again, it's that plus one trait, but it's an important one because sometimes we see the playful nature coming through and the text interacting with illustrations in a unique way, and that itself can convey meaning. It's also a lot of fun for students to try it out for themselves because once they see it used and they realize there's a purpose to it, and especially a way that they can be extra funny with it, they're gonna be more encouraged to use it. And what I really love about presentation and student writing is that Really, presentation matters most when you're in the publishing stage, doesn't it? I mean, you have to plan for it, but when I get kids to go to publishing, they can't wait to get to that publishing piece because they know they can do the text presentation part. And that really is very motivating for them. And um, I, they definitely want to get their piece in front of readers so they can get their reaction. So in our writing task, it's a narrative task today because we're actually going to be building a class book with no pictures, of course. And each student's going to contribute a funny comment, kind of similar to how it is in the book. We don't have to recreate the book exactly, but we definitely want that interplay between the text and, um, you know, this conversational narrator and the reader themselves. So we're trying to replicate that style and the tone of that. But the great part is it lends itself really well to a class book because the text itself, it does have a flow, but it's not as though it's a perfectly logical flow or it's not a typical narrative flow uh, because he's just saying all these silly things, right? He's just getting the reader to say silly things. So that's definitely something each student can get the reader to say something silly in the text. And depending on the order of the pages we put it in, we can create some really funny uh, class books with that. So we're gonna have students really refer to the chart as they're you know, writing this dialogue and thinking of funny things to say what are some of the attributes of the text that they can use to present it properly to encourage us to read it and convey the meaning that they want to convey. So please check out the book with no pictures again by BJ Novak. It's a fabulous book. It's in libraries everywhere. Of course, you can find it on Amazon independent booksellers. Um, if you purchase through the link on thatcentric.com, uh, in our podcast page, you will actually be helping the show. We get a little uh, cut of the proceeds, of course, a very tiny amount. Uh, but any um, any purchase that you make through there, I greatly appreciate because it helps keep the podcast going and keeps it for free for you. Also, make sure you check out the Litcentric Radio Growing Bundle of Lessons. That bundle of lessons is, is um, includes every single lesson from the show. So this is lesson uh, or this is episode sixty two. So it um, currently has 62 lessons in it for one price. You buy at the one purchase price, 
And then every single lesson that comes through from then on is at no extra cost to you. So it's great to get in now while the um, price is still really low, but every season it goes up a little bit because we're always adding, you know, 10 to 12 more uh, lessons with every season. So, um, but also now is available for you in the LitCentric uh, store. I actually got a request for this uh, for some of the listeners. Um, maybe they weren't ready to buy all the lessons, which I totally understand because it might feel like a big investment. Or you might feel, well, I just want to try some out first. So what I did for you is now each uh, season is for sale. So, um, you know, season one through now we're in season six. Right now we have seasons one through five available for sale um, just as small uh, chunks. So 10 to 12 lessons in those. And then season six, that collection of lessons will be available at the conclusion of season six. Um, in like May, June, that time period. So you have different ways to access the lessons. And the very first lesson in the collection is free. Um, it's the Don't Let the Pigeon Drive the Bus lesson. So you can get a sense of what the layout of the uh, resource looks like and try it out for yourself. Thank you so much for listening today and for your continued listening. I hope that you're telling other teachers about the show. I am always trying to let people know um, that this resource is available for you. You don't have to go um, you know, paying a bunch of money to watch somebody on a Zoom call telling you all these things they would do with a book. Let's actually just focus in on one great book, a really powerful strategy and experience for students. We don't need to make every book do every little thing, do we? It's just too much. This is definitely enough for kids to process. And remember, there's plenty of times you should just read a book for the sake of reading a book with kids. You don't always have to be building bridge chart. You don't always have to be having a writing task or text pendant questions. Just make sure you're reading as much as you can with your students. And don't forget, grab your copy of the punctuation continuum before I lock it back up in my mini course called Put an End to Missing Punctuation. So get your download for free now. You can go to letcentric.com, click on the courses tab and the punctuation course, and you'll find the free resource in there. You can also click the link on the show notes and it'll take you right to that page. All right. Again, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Have a great day at school.